Best bits of Russell Brand. BBC Radio 2. Noel Gallagher will be in the studio in about 15 minutes. He goes, do you want to come down to the radio show? He went, yeah, all right, I'll be there at 9.15. I'll leave at 9, I'll walk round. He's walking here, so if you are in the area, he's <laughs> like, you can apprehend him on the streets. Perhaps, you know, I don't know, you might want to interfere with him. If you're in the area and you want to make front-page news, yeah. run up to Noel Gallagher. <laughs> I reckon hit him with a tennis racket really no, hard on the arse. Pull his trousers Run down. up to him, just give him a good whack with a tennis racket right on his arse. <laughs> I reckon he'd be into something like I that. Say racket, racket. Yeah, racket, 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 racket. <laughs> Go whack on the arse with a racket. See how he copes. I'd like to see Noel Gallagher under pressure because, like, he's you know he's sauntering nonchalance. I'd like to see mm. that undermined with a tennis racket right on the arse. So if you're around us, we're in Gildea Street in uh, London. So if you fancy, get yourself a tennis racket, whack him right on the arse. Not even a proper tennis racket, one of them plastic ones out of swing ball. So it's like you couldn't even bother to get a slazenger. Just a good whack on the arse with one of them. The best bits of Russell Brand, BBC Radio. Too. Jonathan Ross will be coming in because this is pre-recorded. Jonathan's currently doing his show. He's going to come down with Pudsey the Bear, who I've never liked much. You know, it's not, I'm not against children in need, obviously. You know, well, I don't really know if well, be in need. Well, that's awkward when he comes in. He won't talk, will he? He's one of them ones that don't talk. So, so I, don't, I don't like the way they loaf about. You know, like them furries that find that sexually attractive. Well, I must say I don't. I don't find it at all sexually attractive. A great well, big... tell Pudsey this. I've, right, here's my point. He's been Pudsey. dining out <clears throat> on his sore eye for yes. years. Oh, my eye, my eye. <laughs> All right, mate. I'll get it. Anyway. We were genuinely angry at Pudsey the Bear. Irritated more than angry. But you hate that little blind boy outside the post office No, he's as well. all right. He's a bit pale, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> What's your guy, mate? Hey, hey you're hey, always Fetch's Britain, mate. You <laughs> make sit your own there, way. Sit there begging in the <laughs> hole in your head. <laughs> you make your own luck in this world, son. Get out now, yeah. What if you're blind? Stevie Wonder, he got out and got amongst it, didn't he? Ray Charles, all them up. <laughs> well done, it, son. All them blind lot, the blind singers. They don't make no fuss about it. Go on, you little mug. <laughs> Always for about... true personality, yeah? <laughs> True personality. Listen, is that not a real blind boy? He's only a little pot. It's, only a, it's just a, a little pot. pot. Well, he's just a pot for money, isn't he? That's all he's ever been. I suppose. That's all he is. No point sentimentalising him, getting attached to him. Russell Brown. Oh, on, goes to me yesterday, right? He goes, uh, oh, we had a dog, right, when I was a kid, like that. He goes, it's laying down under a tree for a couple of days. We went, Dad, is that dog all right? He went, yeah, that's all right. He's just sleeping. He'll be okay. Right, and immediately this story, like, why is no one in the family going. going to look down the end of the garden to check the dog out? It's called, the dog was called, like, Sandy or some misplaced optimistic type name. Right, oh, Sandy or Buffy or Lovey or something. And but then they goes, uh, he goes, oh, actually, that dog's dead, right? That's the big revelation. Yeah, he's been there a couple of days down there, it's just dead. And then... Um, Oh, Dad, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Don't worry, I'll give it a nice burial. I'll take it down the woods, bury it all nice, you know, sprinkle some roses over his grave, burn a candle, do something sweet for it. Jack said the next day he walked around the corner and his dad had thrown that dog in a skip. <laughs> <laughs> Just the way you would, that old cupboard. I was having, here you go, shut up! And who, who does that dad remind everyone of? Not me! Not... 80s Russell. <laughs> 80s Russell. Give yeah, I'll us... get a nice spare wheel, son. Don't you worry. It'll be nice. Uh, get yeah. over there, you dirty dead dog. <laughs> You're stinking out my garden. Here <laughs> Swinging it round his head by its How tail. How dare you <laughs> die in my garden. How <laughs> dare you fly the old tone. I bought them lovely chairs. Look, I've got a bloody swing.
thing there, in the garden. I'm building a barbecue out of bricks. <laughs> I've had these bricks. I've had all the rage. <laughs> Dad, you've had them bricks ten years. When are you going to build the barbecue? Shut up. When it stops <laughs> raining, get indoors for the back of my hand. BBC Radio 2. Russell Brand. Who's this coming down? Oh, God. Oh, is it Pudsy Pudsy's Pudsy's turned up here. Jonathan, Jonathan Ross. Ross <laughs> Jonathan Ross has given us the finger. He's coming in. <laughs> Come in, Jonathan. Come in. Please welcome to the show, Hello. Jonathan Ross. Hello, Hello. are you well? Very well. What's going on? Well, you know, we're doing our, oh, our edgy Radio 2 show. Don't know if you'll fit in. Yeah, no one listens to this. You know <laughs> as well as I do. It's on late at night. They've only got you on because you're in the tabloids. <laughs> no one has any respect for your talent whatsoever. And what are those absurd jeans you're Welcome wearing? What's the show? <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Ross, He's wearing jeans Woo! with a kind of, with a sort of a, 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 a fly area zipped up to the side. As if you don't advertise your fallacy enough every time you open your mouth. <laughs> Fallacy, yeah. What do you want to calm down? Want? I ain't seen you for six months. Well, how are you getting on? How are you getting on with your new lovely lady I've seen in the paper? She looks gorgeous. Yeah, she's beautiful, isn't she? I've even downloaded well. Grudge 2, hoping to see her, but I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Yeah, she is in the film Grudge 2, as well as December Boys with uh, Harry Potter. Yeah, never mind so that. Rubbish. We want to see that. her in films where she's dressed as a schoolgirl. Grudge 2, check it out. <laughs> we do not belittle my romance, Jonathan. I'm not belittling your romance. And I, I, it's so nice to hear you referring to something as a romance. It's lovely. It's charming that there's still some level of not only you know poetry inside you, but also self-deception. <laughs> well, <clears throat> thanks for coming. Anyway, children in need. Uh, if you What's, know a child oh, and yeah. it wants some money, I say give it. It. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly the uh, message they're sending out. What Give are you money coming to for, to hurt my feelings? What's yes, going on? Yes, I, that's all I want to do is hurt your feelings. <laughs> I spend a lot of time plotting to do that with other friends who are equally jealous of your meteoric rise to fame and your irresistible attraction to the female sex. We just want to hurt your feeling <laughs> and belittle you. We already managed to bring down Chris Evans. He used to be big. Look at him now. <laughs> he's, like, he's like a grey ghost walking the corridors of Radio 2. <laughs> well, we're going to do the same to you, Brand. I'm warning you now. <laughs> I've got a peel in America. I've got a whole other career. <laughs> Got, you've got two years tops and you've got to work on that image. We all know that. How much longer can you play a pop star I've for? Already... You've got about 18 months in America and then you've got to smarten up your act. Come on, oh, let's see God. you with short hair. Let's see you do it then. Yeah. Oh, I'll be good with short hair. I'll be able to play solicitors, everything. I, I think I've seen you in short hair. He was in an episode of Casualty years ago or The Bill yeah. or something. The Bill, yeah. that was. Yeah. Brilliant bit of acting by me. That I well, played a racist. You look First class. You look better now than you did then as well. You filled out a little bit and you've grown into your face. Back then he looked a little bit ratty, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> There's still a sort of you know, rat element to him. Look Hold at it. Sorry, that's See, my phone going. Phone off. Oh, that's a good ringtone, isn't it? That's from Sparks. Lovely. King of media, Jonathan Ross. Don't even know how to turn his oh, phone off. Do you what's the matter with uh, you? I'm turning it off now. That's my wife calling me saying, what are you doing? Where are you? Come home. Panicking already. Yeah, don't what hang kind of marriage you. is that? If you're don't not home out. on the dot. She's what a pedestrian domestic life. You must leave. You finished your show <laughs> ten seconds ago. You're not home yet. Jane's all over the blower. Panicking. What's are you, up? Are you acknowledging this is the pre-recording? <laughs> I was trying to pretend it was still going out live. <laughs> no, no. We're very honest on our well, radio show. The future, days. Jonathan. That's what it's like <laughs> nowadays. Bless you, you poor old soul. You mean you don't get some of the phone in money? <laughs> <laughs> I'm only helping children in need out for very obvious reasons. Me and Terry, back pocket. No, that's oh. not true. That's not true. Look at him. Um, so, oh, we can learn from this. I hope you're watching this, Matthew. When you do Matthew your heavy metal show on six music. Oh, you're doing heavy metal show. Well, it's no. been talked about. Do they still make heavy metal about. music? I, I didn't know this. I thought it was just like they called it all indie now. 
No, I don't know. He's got something he no, gets up to in a club with scruffy Where's folks. this bear? I wanted to meet Pudsy Bear. Oh, yeah, no, we, we haven't got Pudsy. What we've got is we've got a small Pudsy that we're going to have a photograph taken. He don't it. talk or nothing, though, Pudsy, does he? No, he doesn't. And you can speak better than that. <laughs> well, Why is this faux common voice coming out? He don't talk or nothing, Pudsy. <laughs> I'm telling you, Brand, your day's a number with that tired old routine. You better smarten up or she'll be the next Dermot O'Leary. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. These people are all very dear friends of me personally and of the radio station. Don't put me in a position where I have to be the professional one. I don't like this. Oh, you see, he's good. I'm enjoying this. Yeah, do well, you like it? Seeing there's me. No, there's nothing wrong with seeing him trying to earn a bit of money for once, is there? You no, know, he good. comes in, he breezes in. <laughs> an hour like late. A, like a, a dealer from Camden Lock. Was he late today? An hour late. That's shocking. And there's no, and you know what? There's no excuse for that. And we know why you're late. We know what you're doing. <laughs> and it's not like you're not getting plenty the rest of the time. So why keep these fellas waiting? <laughs> <laughs> okay? Just because you're at home with Grudge 2. <laughs> She's not actually called Grudge 2. She is now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call my bird grudge. Grudge is what you've got against my bird's in success. That's the only grudge in this situation. You see how he turned it around, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, with language, another of my skills, yeah. acting, another thing I'm good at. That bird bear don't talk on nothing, do it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you dragged that soft R out for two and a half bloody decades. Still, you, you know, you know full well. When I use the R on the show, you know it's the equivalent of breaking the safety glass. Is we're in trouble. We need a laugh. I'll go. What the? Where's my Fawawi? There you go. Oh, he's got the soft arse. Let's give him another ten years. Poor old sod. Now listen, listen, let's get Pudsy in here then, do what you've got to do. Come in, Pudsy. Well, it's frankly, a, you're becoming it's difficult. A, oh, Lord. Would you come in? This is some nice people from Children in Need, and they come, they make a, they're mainly, you're, you're of Wogan's constituents, yes, aren't you, really? They're, they're Terry's fans, initially, right. and they, they've kind of come, they've got used to me being on Radio 2, but frankly, they all still violently hate your presence here. Right. But I've said, never mind that, try and overcome <laughs> that, and have a picture of him, because it will sell your calendar to a whole different market. Uh, oh, there's my phone again. Turn I'm it sorry, off, no, turn uh, it off, I turn, I, I, I said you. no to it, but I, I didn't know that she'd call me again. Oh, okay. dear. <laughs> I'll take you in a second. Okay, well, see, I'm meant to be meeting someone, that's why. Who's it, the missus? No, I'm meeting her, but I'm meeting, well, it's a friend's birthday, I'm meant to be going out, but I've I've given of my time for the children in need. Right. Uh, oh, unlike God. you, who are here doing a show anyway, and you've actually used this <laughs> to fill some of your airtime. So if, uh, <laughs> it shows you who cares and who doesn't. Yeah, yeah. He said that he hates Pudsy Bear earlier as well. I don't like him much because of, like, it's just, you know, whining. You, but you don't like any disabled people you told me once, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> it was like... He, he said he gets furious when he sees a ramp. He says, what a waste of space. <laughs> and, like, it's hard enough finding the right lift button anyway. Never mind all these knobbly bits for blind people. It oh, annoys him. Dear. It annoys him. It does. It He's him not sick. a nice man, ladies and gentlemen, really. <laughs> well, look, well, even while these criticisms are being levelled, I'm being photographed with Pudsy Bear. And may I say, give generously to Children in Need and Great Ormond Street and Focus All. Help all charities. Do all you can. Be a good and lovely person. Try not to become self-absorbed. And I promise that as I, t I too, eventually wither... I will not become this cruel parody of success that sits at the <laughs> table across from me, Jonathan Ross. There you are, madam. Please, I'm, it's happy, I'm very happy to support uh, children in need in when, any way that I can. Okay. What, is there anything I do other than having that photo done? That's fine, that's enough. Right, See, okay. That. He's not as good looking as Steve Wright, but he's just as friendly, <laughs> isn't he? Okay, well, thank you for coming in. Uh, that's oh, all we have time for this week. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I thought it was a proper show with like, the beginning and an end, not just the ramblings of a mad, preapic fool. <laughs> <laughs>
that is what we bill it as, but oh, actually yeah. it's quite postmodern. Sure, it's almost quarter past the hour. Shouldn't uh, Noel Shouldn't Gallagher you... be phoning in? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you toddle off and meet your wife and get all your domestic life, eh? And leave us out here on the cutting edge, yeah? Let, let me hang out with the cool kids a little bit longer. <laughs> Have you enjoyed it in here? How many cameras are... What are you doing? You're filming this and you've got Everything's a bloke sitting over there just now. reading. What's this fella doing? He's just sitting there reading. It's That's like... our poet laureate of the show, Mr G. But he seems embarrassed. Him. He seems embarrassed to be involved That's with you. That's because you've turned up. I don't think that is correct, Mr G. Is it? I think you're pleased to see me. We had Tim Westwood on here before you. Another. <laughs> I can do Tim Westwood just as well. Go black, 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 down with the kid and ting in it. Hey, what happening now? The big massive. Rise and shine. I don't know what he Rise says. Rise and shine. Like wakey, wakey. He does all that, doesn't he? That, I believe so. <laughs> Heidi, hi. He does all that stuff, doesn't he? <laughs> well, yeah, that's Ted Bovis. I'm going to go now. Well, thank you very much, Jonathan <laughs> <laughs> Lovely to see you. Hey, what's will you come around later? Yeah, I'll come around. It'd be you lovely to later? see you. Yeah, I'll pop over. You can bring grudge through? <laughs> I'll bring grudge through over, yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe see you later. Bye-bye. Right, bye bye cheers, lovely Jonathan. people. Lovely to see you. Thank you. Oh, Jonathan Ross. Well, what a joy it is to have him in here. He's oh. quiet, isn't he? <laughs> Can't get nothing out of him. Don't contribute, does he? <laughs> Comes in here all timid. Russell Brown. Noel Gallagher, he should be here by now, actually. I hope he's not lying in the street where a tennis racket broke over his head. <laughs> Poor saddle, Google whacked and confused. He is meant to be here by now. What are we going to do? Oh, God. Oh, maybe he's having trouble at security. Well, of course, if they don't let me in the security of the building. I know. I did such a good job of pretending I weren't offended as well. He goes, oh, who are you? Why are you here? I went, oh, Russell Brand for the... Russell Brand <laughs> radio show, <laughs> like, you know, and then he misspelt my name on the card, but I just I don't, know, you know. I'm always Mark Morgan. You're always Mark Morgan yeah. to me. I've waited for the day <laughs> that Mark Morgan actually turns up here. Anyway, have you got anything you want to have a go at me for, Matt? Go on. Loads also, of what have you got on your list? Uh, go on. You put a pen into your bum and then put it in your mouth. No, not true. Not true. Absolutely that was not my true. bum. <laughs> that, that, that young man was working with for me as a result of a misunderstanding. Go well, on. I broke wind and I happened to have my body pointing slightly Disgusting, towards him. Disgusting, that slightly was. Slightly towards him. He, he goes, aimed you're himself. aiming it at me. You're firing it at me. And then you said that your farts were like a mist on a swirling swamp of diarrhoea. Who says things like that? In the modern I world, I said that you did say that, and then so, to get me back note. in some way, I don't know. The only loser was him. He put a sharpie, a oh, pen love which he pins. loves the word sharpie. Uh, sharpie. Pass me a sharpie. I love the word sharpie. I don't know why I like that word so much. Sharpie, sharpie. Other pens are available, but are they're they not sharpies. I doubt they're it. not sharp. They're sharpie, sharpie, sharpie. Anyway. What's your problem you, now? You put it into your bum and then you put it in your mouth. Oh, what's the big deal? Pens, bums, mouth. We're just a load of atoms on a planet. When are we going to realise we're all equal? Bums, pens, mouths, black, white, straight, gay. Everyone, let's all just join together. Never vote, never pay tax, never work. Let's begin a glorious revolution. The best bits of Russell Brand. BBC Radio 2. Here is a story that also involves fitness. <clears throat> And Matt, you pointed out this story, so I've not read it yet, so if it isn't funny, be it on your head. <laughs> Super fit PE teacher who is too fat to be a bone marrow donor. Carl Zafino was delighted to learn he might be about to be selected to save someone's life. A long-term blood donor, he'd also been on the register of bone marrow donors for three years, assuming his physical health and fitness made him funny an so ideal far. candidate. I love the setup. Bone marrow is great... always funny. 
Love bone marrow. Although I didn't like it in dog food. Eh? Full of rich marrow bone when they used to stay out for dogs. Why are they calling it marrow bone, not bone marrow? Because they don't want it to be the same thing. Because otherwise I say, well, hold on, take that down Great Ormond Street. You know what I mean? If there's so much of it knocking about, you can stick it in dog meat. You know? Whereas it can't be one day, there's no bone marrow. And the next day, yeah, I'll have a big lump of bone marrow. Call it marrow bone. No problem. Yeah, I'm sure that's exactly what happened. Well, if you want to know about the root of language, come to an expert. We're talking about Carl Zafino and his weight problem and his useless bone marrow. The 38-year-old PE teacher was rejected and taken off the National Register after one brief telephone conversation because his body mass index indicated he was obese. Mr. Zafino is 5'10", well-built and weighs 18 stone. Whilst he acknowledges... That's, that is big. What? 5'10"? I'm 5'10", I'm, I'm yeah. 12 and a bit stone. Right. So he's got six stone extra. Mind you, you're a bit portly. Oh! <laughs> Hello! I'm not. <laughs> no, no. No, you look lovely. I remember you from spring break. You look delicious in the <laughs> nude. Uh, he weighs 18 stone, this fella. Whilst he acknowledges he could lose a few pounds, he plays sport every day and says he is super fit. What? That's what he says. He, yeah, he doesn't say what's sport. Mm, that's true. He puts his weight down to his very large, muscular legs. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, the charts indicate he had a serious weight problem with a BMI of 36.19, and the patient who may have been able to use his bone marrow may must now look elsewhere. Anyone with a BMI of more than 35 cannot donate because of health risks associated with the procedure. Father of five, Mr. Zafino from Huddersfield, said he was extremely frustrated... He had been treated like a very fat man. <laughs> you have treated me like a fat man. You a laughed. very fat man. <laughs> you laughed at my shadow. You held an ice cream a yard from me and ran along. He said that the system did not take into account the differences between individuals. That's the nature of a system. That's why we need a revolution. See? This is wrong, he said. There is someone out there whose life I might be able to save. There's nothing I can do about it because I'm too fat. <laughs> no, he didn't say that. He said because I was told that regulations is regulations and that's that. Mr. Zafino received a letter from the National Blood Service on June the 10th informing him it was a possible match for someone who needed a transplant. He rang the listed number as requested to provide the more details about himself but as soon as he gave his height and weight he was told, I'm Sorry, your BMI is too high. This is only a story because he's a PE teacher and he's right. in denial and he's got this is preposterous. Because he spends his life going, come on, look at you, you fat sod. Get up that rope, get Blowing down that whistle, ladder. That's about as much as he does. And the picture of him, he looks, frankly, a bit fat. He also, and he keeps saying it's his legs, just he, his legs. He's the look of a man, Carl Zafino, all clad in cheap back clobber. He's the look of a man who might be wearing a girdle as well for the Possibly. photograph. And they don't like when they do a photo shoot with someone who's been wronged mm. and they have to wear dark clothes, stand somewhere grim and like go... Yeah. <sighs> they have to convey the fact that they've been... I've been wronged. I've been wronged. Do I look happy? Do I look like I've not been wronged? Look at my <laughs> forehead. It's got wrongdoing all over it. <clears throat> this is what he said after he was told his BMI was too high. At first it was my ego that got hit, he said. She must have been thinking I was really fat. <laughs> <laughs> I could maybe do with losing half a stone, but according to the charts, I'm morbidly obese. Come in, number seven, morbidly <laughs> obese. <laughs> it's Carl Zafino. Also, his name's very glamorous, so he probably don't like to be thought of as Tubby, because he's called Carl Zafino. Yeah. If he was called Captain Pudge, Bradley <laughs> <laughs> could take it a little more. They only take into account weight and height and nothing else. I've always been heavily built, and a lot of that is down to my legs, which are rock hard. Oh, he's, he's <laughs> proud of them legs, isn't he? His pins. He should get his legs out in the photo. Then I'd believe him. Yeah, because he's like... they looked uncannily large. Well, like Popeye legs, like Popeye's yeah, arms, like but legs. Boom. Look at these freakish legs. I'd like to see those legs. 
I'd like to get Carl's well, opinion. not show you because I don't think there's do huge he's claiming. Why do you think he's saying it's like, like it's, his legs that's so big? It's like a little kid. It's like one of those people who's really drunk and goes, oh, I was drinking before I came out. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, mate. God blow me. <laughs> I had a bottle of whiskey before I came out. I'm on antibiotics. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on a long flight. <laughs> yeah, I see. It's just it's a lie because he's embarrassed. It's a silly lie because he's worried about being a fat PE teacher and being ridiculed at his school. If you do go to Carl's Afino's school, when he begins the PE class, <laughs> I say, sir, I hardly think you are in a position to tell me about physical fitness. Now, why don't you take your choppy guts and rock hard legs and F off out of my life? Then he says, uh, he's down to my legs, which are rock hard. I have low blood pressure, I don't drink, I don't smoke, and I have low cholesterol. Mr. Zafino said, the BMI chart showed his ideal weight to be 12 stone, 7 pounds. He said, that's ridiculous. The only way I could lose 6 stone would be if you amputated one of my legs. <laughs> and why would you? Because they're fantastic legs! Well, there's legs the answer, iron. isn't it? What? That's the answer. And you take one of his legs? Take one of his legs off. And then weigh it. I bet it's about a stone. I bet his leg, I bet it's just like a lolly stick. <laughs> Ridiculous <laughs> thing. Propping up the little dolly shoe on the end. <laughs> With a little brass buckle. He buckle. just drags it. It's just a little shoe, a little baby shoe on a string hanging from his waist. <laughs> you know, like them puppets, like a monkey puppet, and their little legs dangle down. It got legs like that yeah. with little dolly shoes. Do you remember when you used to see Sooty's feet when he ran along? Mm. Little wellies and little furry legs. I didn't legs. care for it much. I didn't like that. I thought this is not consistent with the Sooty I know. Yeah, and why show us a whole shot of Sooty, the top off, and the legs running? Why do we have to have just yeah. a cutaway of the legs? There's his legs. Turn the telly off, brother. <laughs> It's none of Sooty's whole world makes sense. We had Sooty's son on here, not Sooty's son. <laughs> <laughs> and he told me Sooty used to abuse him. <laughs> you know, we had Sooty um, Corbett, Matthew Corbett, his son came on. He was all right. Yeah. You Corbett were here. was doing it after his dad, wasn't he? It wasn't everyone. There's like three generations now. What a burden. Imagine you're born into that family. Think, oh, God. Right, oh, yeah. God. I'm really all You're 18 now, Stuart. <laughs> it's time. Put your hand in here. <laughs> no, father. I want to be a jeweler. <laughs> I want to make jewels. Yeah, it's no fun being in the Sooty family. Yeah. Also, Sooty, sweet. What were they all up to? Sue. Sue. Sue was so above. She know, was snooty. So above the other two. How was she Why having she sex stay with, with Sooty? When she, she wasn't. Is a, well, something was going on, mate. Why are they living together? And like, she was intellectually the equal of Matthew Corbett, who was the very much the overlord. <laughs> yeah. Sooty could only whisper, but he yeah. could speak because people could hear him. Mm. Sweet must have just been their dog. <laughs> and also, he was in like Sweet was very destructive. And why? Like, if Sweet was lovely. Yeah, I know. I he was my favourite. No, I don't. I've not misremembered him. I remember his little head. He looked like he'd smell nice. But like with, with Sooty, <laughs> if he could speak, why not just speak up? Have the courage of convictions. Well, yeah. I think what it is is he did speak normally, but an awful lot of the time, it, like ten percent of what he said was dreadfully racist. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to go through the filter of an adult. You know, I think that Sweet should go and live in the garden. I hate him. I have sex with him. <laughs> All right. Okay. So Sweet's gonna live next door now. Pretty much like that. That's what I'm one of. The, I'm not sure of much, Matt. Also, I don't like the idea there's three of them because Matthew Corbett only had two hands. Yeah, who's right? Oh God. Oh no. What was Sweep on? What Sweep on? Oh no wonder Sweep's so upbeat. I can't. <laughs> sweep could only be in the show for ten minute periods, and then would just sag listlessly to one side, all embarrassed. Russell Brand. We have got eighties attitudes. I've realised this this week. Oh!
Listen, these are the ev- this is the evidence. It is attitude evidence in Matt's new item. It is attitude evidence. Listen, this right. is Matt's new item. He was going, silly cow, cow <laughs> poor cow, silly tart. Like that. What am I like, Arthur and Daly? Where's this pi- I've got a picture of you in there with your new bird. Right? How dare you, sexist, uh, refer to her as a bird. Look at your That's... face there. You have yeah. got the physicality and character of Boise. <laughs> Come on, Marlene, we're leaving. <laughs> I am not Boise. You are. I'm not a latter-day t- Boise. Today, you just said, F you. there's a picture of someone with their girlfriend topless Sienna on a Miller beach. with her knockers out on a beach. Yeah. Yeah, that was my bird. She would never sit out with a bloke there. <laughs> oh, Not have a bloke around her. Oh, don't ask her to call a bit of a stir. Eyeballing her knockers. <laughs> Silly cow. <laughs> right, I don't think so, mate. Yeah, I'll cover up. Love you. Have someone's night out. <laughs> Got a little business I'm setting up, you know. <laughs> you like my new braces? <laughs> You're uh, 80s. Th- You're an uh, 80s man. I'm not like John Challis' hey, character. This is sort of silly. This ain't English. Yeah, oh. turn it over, you silly cow. <laughs> you are. Oh, that, yeah. Hey, get a remote over here, darling. Cup of tea, love. Where's my dinner? Oh, Jesus. Oh, she ain't got a brain she's born with. Yeah, look at your look at face in man. both those pictures. I ain't got a boisey face. Your, your face is like, come on, let's get you home. You've what? had one too many. <laughs> that girl looks overjoyed. And why wouldn't she? She's the luckiest girl in she the world. She looks like she's reacting to being to- called a silly tart. <laughs> you <gasps> no, can't Dumbledore. say that. Yes, I bloody can. <laughs> look at this. Hold on. Da, 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 da. He was making sure everyone knew they were an item. He was on his best behaviour. Boisey behaviour, it says. He was on his boisey behaviour. <laughs> come on, Marlene. Tell boy. <laughs> oh, come on, Rodney. <laughs> oh, good old Boisey. Well, anyway, Boisey was all we right. We had Boisey on here once, didn't we? Oh, no, we had Trigger. Boisey, Trigger, they've all been in. Now, tell it and I'm not from the 80s, John Chalice. You Chalice. Do like, you've, like... Don't you think I'm just... Outwardly, you've, you're very liberal. Yeah, stuff. I am, well, politically, very politically liberal. Very what liberal. my revolution? But in reality, domestically, you are... Sexist, boisey sort of a character. You're sort of like a boss who'd slap someone on the bum and smoke in the office. Well, I don't smoke, and I would slap someone on the bum, I suppose. Yeah, maybe I am from the 19... Well, I am! That's when I grew up. What's wrong with you criticising me? All you ever do is criticise, and that's why I'd like to hear the Alexander O'Neill song, <laughs> Criticise. And if you're criticising me for my, oh, maybe I am a bit of a throwback to my Essex upbringing, but what about you, a man who, by his own admission, is sexually aroused by weeping women? What about that then? A man who, when he sees footage of Wontorn Bosnia, thinks he's flipped on some sort of adult channel. <laughs> no, that's a not man... what I said. <clears throat> let me explain. Come on, let's, let, let's hear you explain how to you teardrops are a sort of a lubricant. Listen, <laughs> yes. and I didn't want to discuss this publicly. No. And no you're way. very cruel to bring it up. I ain't. I'm a nice man. I sometimes, no, mm. pretty much all the time. I'm you know not when a your Don't explain this to me as if you're telling me the facts. Right <laughs> now, sometimes <laughs> when a mummy and daddy love each other very much, the daddy make the mummy cry and gets an erection, <laughs> which is what you admitted. Look, to. sometimes when I'm like, it's not. I don't think. I don't. I'm not turned on when I'm cuddling a woman who's crying. Mm. Like. Being nice. Well, I, I don't know why I this keeps happening. Would you work in a battered women's refuge? No, why does this keep happening to you? Listen, if I'm saying goodbye to someone who's upset to not see me for a while or something like that. There's tears not of joy. Family. This to get family. away from you. As sometimes my penis gets confused mm. and... Your penis is confused. <laughs> Your Honour. <laughs> my penis became confused. You better learn this speech because I have a feeling you're going to be saying it to a magistrate Look, within a month. <laughs> sometimes I accidentally 
become aroused because of you the closeness. You accidentally, but and then Mr. I have to Morgan, say, you accidentally became aroused. I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> the defendant said, "Well, you don't want to talk about your no, you know, turn on by tears." Look, I'm not turned on. Just sometimes, you know, mm. the proximity of a cuddle. Yeah. And then I think I have to go, um... Look, I'm very look, something's sorry. happening, but it's not connected to you being upset at all. You just have a Pavlovian response to any proximity. <laughs> <laughs> Up it comes. Russell Brand. Well, let's stop all the hatred. Matt, come on. Shall That's we? Birthday. Or shall we discuss your black toilet paper? If you want to discuss my black toilet paper, Matthew. Yes, G. He's got black toilet paper. <laughs> What's wrong with black toilet paper? Well, nothing. I saw it. I came downstairs, <laughs> and there was your girlfriend and Lynn, the housekeeper. I said, oh, wow, that's cool. He's got black toilet paper. Your girlfriend said, oh, I'm not allowed to use that. <laughs> he doesn't let me use it. It's just for show, right? <laughs> and then Lynn, the housekeeper, said, well, someone's using it because I have to keep replacing it. Uh. Exposing you as a user of it <laughs> and a non-sharer of the black toilet paper. Oh, I don't ever use it. And it's then scented. I said to your girlfriend, oh, what, <laughs> don't, your why don't case. you use it? Perhaps you should she uh, said, turn your keen legal mind to the defence of why you're getting hard on around crying women. Because that's where you're going to need it. Well, listen, stop I'm building not, this I'm case for an innocent generally man. Generally comforting women. You've made cry. <laughs> and if I have to get my kicks somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Following me around my trail of boisey destruction. Yeah, you stupid cow. Go and have a cuddle off Matt. <laughs> yeah, I'm Matt enjoy that. That black toilet paper is oddly scented and it does leave fibres which are uh, disconcerting when discovered in a more intimate context. So is that why you won't let people use it? I'd say just don't use that black so toilet paper. If, it what? looks nice. It goes with all the other black stuff in the toilet. The black toilet itself. It's so 80s, isn't it? What? It's all nice in there. It's all black toilet paper, black stuff. It's lovely. Hey, oh, look at that little look mirror there. Oh, don't touch it. <laughs> Oi, get I, out of it. I've got a kind of birds coming out of it later. <laughs> You're wasting all my blue black bog roll. <laughs> get out, you man. It's nice, did not it? Look at that. Black, black toilet paper. Oh, nice. All night here. I'm going up strings later. I'm going to come, mate. Get a cut of tarts. That's where I nicked the black toilet paper from. Got a scam going. i of it. <laughs> I'll pick it up on a double cheap. I can catch in if you like, son. Sell it down room for markets. Uh, I'm not even through my list. Look, mate, you and your, your list. You're going to need a pretty long list to overwhelm these perversions. Your teary women's stiffy club. Let me tell you, that's going to take I some I think when I told you this, you you said you'd had the similar thing. That's because I wasn't on the radio then, Matthew, and I had the good sense to humour you <laughs> to glean more information, while all the while it goes straight into me radio box. BBC Radio 2. Russell Brand. Later on the phone, we'll be talking to evolutionary psychologist Stephen Pinker. He's going to explain why Matt is the way he is. And it's all apparently to do with cavemen and laziness and stuff like that. Oh, what? What's, you couldn't even be bothered to argue, wouldn't you? You couldn't <laughs> be bothered to argue with the accusation that you're lazy. I've, That's you've how lazy read one come. Stephen Pinker book and you used to go on about it all the time. Did so I? Jeans. The, what was it called? <laughs> Memes, memes and jeans. Selfish gene. I don't know. Well, one I look of them. forward I think to that's your fake voice isn't coming it? out for that interview. Are you suggesting, Matt? Mr. Pinker, could I be reported to you? Is it because of my jeans that I can never love? And Mr. Pinker, somehow I look at a lady and I feel a feeling in my tummy. You don't believe in jeans. You said you were put here by aliens. Look, some people may have said... But I am a sort of extraterrestrial Christ. They're not my parents, Matt. I was put in by aliens. You see those guys masquerading as my parents? Where were they on the mothership? Look, look, there's a lot of coincidences. My mum was told she couldn't have children. You look like both of them. 
<laughs> you, who's to say they ain't an alien though? Hey? Or Alf. He could have been involved. <laughs> Alf ET, one of them. Why did Alf have a beauty spot? That sort of walk. I didn't like that he was trying beak. to turn us on by having a beauty spot. It was he, the Fonz, wasn't he? It was based on the Fonz. Basically the Fonz. But he had a sort of a maggot conical snout. And while we're talking about the Fonz. Russ, nobody is cooler on the radio than you, A. Hey. Thank you, Fonz. That's nice of you to say so. You no, sexy little devil. <laughs> we can, I just can't tell them apart anymore. Russell Brand. Like ratting through your papers. I'm looking for a letter, actually, an electro letter about our friend Sharon Smith from a man in jail. All right. But really? Yeah, I've got this here somewhere. Oh God, what I do? You should have else? correspondence with people in jails. Why could I? What do you mean? It'd be yeah. interesting. Right, well, oh, look, we'll talk about my jailbird mates in a minute. Well, because I've got friends on the inside, because I'm no, a but I just, you, could, you know, you could sponsor a prisoner or something. Oh, yeah, I like this idea. Do you reckon I can go prison visits? Do you reckon I can get conjugal rights? Hello? <laughs> if this trailer's rocking, don't come a-knocking! I will say that, because it's rock, rock, rocking. What do you mean? Do you think there's a problem with me having conjugal rights? Conjugal no, 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 you're wrongs. obsessed with serial killers. You should probably yeah, have one I as a friend. I am obsessed with a series of killings. Well... Do you know who's the best person in the world to talk to about this matter? Do you, Matt? CS. CS, Curtis Steigers, Curtis Steigers online. Hello, Curtis Steigers. Uh, hello, conjugal Curtis, they call me, yes. Mm, I call you that. I think of you in a conjugal way. Oh, I'd like to... Thank you, darling. I'd like to co-join your midriff. How are you, Curtis? <laughs> I'm well, I'm well. I'm, j I'm literally, I just made it off the stage to do this. I'm, 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 I'm here at Hampton Court Palace. Uh, um, mm. I, I handed off uh, the, the stage to uh, John Dankworth and, and Cleo Lane and, uh, and just made it here. Yeah, it's, it's, it's beautiful out here. It only rained a little. <laughs> are you pumped? Are you psyched? I'm are you little, stoked? I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little adre adrenalinized, yeah. I'm, I'm mm. kind of fired up, but we had a nice set. Thank you for asking. What did you do, mate? Did you do the classics, or does it annoy you to do the classics? No, 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 I don't mind it at all. I mean, I wrote the ones that were hits, luckily. I wonder why, and you're all that matters to me. So, um, oh, we just. They're I my favourites. Well, thank you. Thanks. I, I, I mean, I just do different versions of them now. I've got. I basically make, mm. I don't know, jazz records now, sort of a more acoustic, sort of intimate sounding records. Okay. And so that's what we do. We just don't do those sort of big, big bombastic, you know, over the top early 90s sounds anymore. It's more. Curtis, I don't like it when musicians change their records and make them a bit well, different. I am, I am so sorry. Suppose you're. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me rethink everything. <laughs> back to the drawing board of that, Mr. Steigers. Yeah, the last ten years have been a waste. Absolute sham. They've been changing those lovely songs. Yeah, well, because a lot of, like, we, you know, there's no point being irritated by the thing you're best known for, is there? Like well, me. Otherwise, one of the words... otherwise, you might not have a career. Right. right. You know, you've exactly. got to you embrace it, but maybe, you know, spruce it up a little bit. You know, Give I, it a sprucing. I, by know, all means, Curtis. I'm, I'm considerably older than I was back then, so, uh, you know, I've, 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 uh, I've just changed things a bit. But, uh, but. Curtis, what are you doing? <laughs> it sounds to me that you're saying her court palace uh, with you sounds like you're interfering with yourself <laughs> you sound, you sound well, breathless it, well, have you got it, cleo lane's bra in your hand what problem having a, a little uh, uh, can you say what on the radio well actually curtis yes. it's one of the worst things a man can do <laughs> you so might as well have come in here to do it on the radio that's uh, either one is a bit rude but uh, <laughs> curtis you are a jazz musician and like all of your heroin addicted forefathers yes. you can't be held responsible yeah. for you your actions i would like to me, apologize me or something yeah I'm, I'm apologising for Curtis because Curtis, what you said then, I've, I've, 
to me. Would you please make an official uh, BBC apology yes, for me? here it is. I'd like to apologise for Curtis Stiggs' language, and I'd like anyone listening to this show now, whenever you hear any of his hit records, I'd like you to just think, Curtis Stiggs is a foul-mouthed yob. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is what you will go down in history as. Thank a foul-mouthed, dirty devil. I think you might have just improved my uh, reputation. I, I don't know if that's possible. Here, can we have a little listen to a bit of one of Curtis's hit... My favourite one is I Wonder Why. What are you saying, Matthew? Let's see if he'll sing it. Will you sing a bit of I Wonder Why down the phone? I can't you be bothered, God, mate. Don't yeah, I, I could actually. I'm, I'm, I'm amped from being on stage. Um, oh, uh, let's see. Uh, and I wonder why we hold on with tears in our eyes. And I wonder why we have to break down. Is that breaking up? Does that sound? How do I? How's my hair? Does it seem fine? You look gorgeous. Oh, thank you. I, I've never really got over you cutting your hair. But if I'm someone saw him doing now. that, they'd think, "What big head? What big head? He's <laughs> just on the singing. Phone, singing <laughs> it is me. You are on your own, aren't you, Kurt? Yeah, people will think you're talking to a bird you've met on MySpace yeah, <laughs> trying okay. to prove that you're actual Curtis Stigers. trying Stigers. to impress her. No, seriously, I am Curtis Stigers. I swear to God, darling. I wonder why, I wonder why. I'll do the bit, they do that. I wonder why, I wonder why. That's the end. So you even know the ending part. That is, of course I do. I'm I was a bit, I was a bit histrionic when I was young. It's sort of over the... I, 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 don't, I don't quite... I don't go that far anymore. I, I let uh, the... You know, this I is let the new the, jazz, Curtis. Yes. Jazz Curtis Stigers. Jazz Curtis Stigers. Thank you so much for coming on our radio well, show. Well, thank you. I'm told I'm supposed to plug the Hampton Court oh. Festival. Can I just Get say that... Get to the Hampton Court Festival, you idiots! Why are you not there already? Why aren't you Why there? Are you I mean, stood in the Leukemia Award? Get to Hampton Court <laughs> Palace, you fools! You mad fools! Oh, there you are. That's good. Jules Holland, oh, Van Morrison, Jules Michael Holland's Ball. They said all these the things. The Man! All Michael Ball! People. Uh, Ray Michael Davies. That, that, I would think Ray Davies would be a good one to see, Ray Davies you? would get me there. Oh, I'd get oh, me for Ray yeah, Davies. I love, I love Ray I heard a story about Dave Davies when the kinks got big when he was just 16 years old. He was in bed with five birds, and his mum caught him in bed with five birds. Even my mum's not got a horror story to tell like that, have you, darling? <laughs> no, she just shake her little head. Oh. <laughs> poor, poor cow, she's got had Walliams mauling her all week. Well, speaking, uh, the other thing was that the, 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 the ladies here in the production team wanted me to give you a personal invitation. Apparently, you're a, you're a ladies' man. Well, Curtis, that's very nice of you to mention. That's what I, I understand is that you're, 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 that, well, they, they all want you to come down and have champagne with them, and they're offering you free things, okay. I, I, free, maybe free favors things. of, of right. sorts that I can't discuss. I am going to make it, Hampton Court is going to rock like it's never rocked since the Tudor days. And let me tell you, off with her head, uh, on with mine. That's what I'll be saying, Curtis. Awful. Curtis, thank you so much for coming on the show, and do go and see Curtis Stigers and all them other people, Ray Davis, Michael Ball, at the Hampton Court Palace Festival. I bet that's fantastic. Thank uh, you. I only wish we weren't in Los Angeles, so I'll be there looking at you cow-eyed weeping as you did the wonder why wonder why bit a bit more lackluster than you used to do <laughs> as a younger man god bless you Chris Stigers thanks for coming on the show thanks Russell take care appreciate it take bye it bye. easy mate see you now oh. Oh. can we listen to a bit of his record just a little bit of it and me and Matt will talk over it take that memory lane. oh listen to that Matthew the jazz was always there this is how I imagine it was always pleasant. This is how I imagine you when you jump into the swimming pool to this music. Slow motion. Yeah, just you just putting oh. on more clothes, sleeping in there. I wonder why. He wonder why a lot of things, doesn't he? He always wonder why. I wonder yeah. why we hold on with tears in our I wonder why that. Why are they holding on to each other? I wonder why we hold on with tears. We're holding on to each other when the relationship's clearly over, I suppose, oh. is the problem with Curtis and this mystery. Hold on. Turn it up a bit. Oh. There's a hunger. That is a hunger. That's what I think. My soul. I can't write a soul. But you never notice the pain. Well, I notice it. Sometimes it turns me off. Love is an anchor. Is it an anchor? Is, is it? In what way? That's a naughty word he said. <laughs> I reach out to hold you. This is brilliant. But 
just like me and your relationship. You push me away, you push me away. So what? I wonder why we hold on. Why do we have to break down? Why do we have to, well, have to break, break down, down to, make to make things all right? right? That's the only thing that makes them all right. Why do they like making up? Yeah. You can't tell you can't a goodbye. Seem to tell a goodbye. You can't seem to. It doesn't seem like that's happening. Oh, I just wonder why. Why is Curtis forced to wonder why? He's no angel. No, no that's not. Dirty devil. The sound of it is cussing like a sailor. But I love you more every day. I don't know what he means by that. That's what it's like when you love someone or something. Love yeah. is yeah. an anger. Love's an anger? Curtis? <laughs> <laughs> Until I punch so you. Sounds like he's telling this to a judge. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. And Love's an anger. Why, I buried her in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when we've got a bed of music to talk over. I wonder why we don't have a bed of music all the time. (laughs) Go on, sing. No. You were singing anyway. Sod off. Sod off. Bullying. That's plain and simple. Bully boy. Bully me, you bully. The best bits of Russell Brand. BBC Radio 2. Hello, dear. Hello, dear. Oh, dear. Crimey pipes and everything. Things that Nan say. Things we say. We don't know what we're doing, do we? Hello, welcome to Nanic Bits. Dear Russell, says Michael, my grandma once said to me, I like to make love, not war, and then proceeded to wink at me. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't like that for grandma, would you? Mind you, that to have sex is we wouldn't be here, would we, dear? You know, and if you find that disturbing, well, get over it. Oh, yeah, when you think of, like, sexy grandma. will speak like that. They had sex once. I know, the dirtiest kind of sex, I reckon. Oh, it goes in there, does it? Oh, there it is. Oh, blimey. Oh, you let that go quickly, didn't you? You're enthusiastic. Oh, going around the back, are you? Oh, dear. Oh, wait, stop it. Don't sexualise nans. You'd sexualise something. I c- questioned the oh, fact yeah. that they'd had no, sex. That's true. You did. Like... No, that's fair. No, fair point, mate. Fair point. You questioned it. You're a great interrogator. <laughs> no, you're a keen mind. I'll miss you when you're gone. This is from Deborah. She says, I was listening to your show with my grandma. She said, why does he keep going on about nanny goats? <laughs> she'd ah, oh, she'd anecdote about anecdotes. Anecdotes a perfect pun, isn't it? Huh? Anecdotes. What a great pun. We are using puns, so we're no better than Robo George, really. Well, except we're not saying let's build a system of government around anecdotes, are we? I think you are. I am. <laughs> <laughs> we are no better than Rainbow George. I've got a collection of anecdotes stored up, says Katie. My nan <laughs> pronounces bio-yogurt as B-O-yogurt. Do you want some B-O on your pudding, dear? <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, B-O-yogurt. Oh, all oniony on I your dinner. I haven't smelled B-O for years. I've missed B-O. Where What's are we going to get some? Good old B.O. Let's grow our own. <laughs> let's get no, some I B.O. back. I haven't like, strong B.O. for a long time. No. All right, well, let's not use deodorant, and that, well, we'll have our own B.O., will we? I think so. We can I create I think that's B.O. how it works. I think so, Matthew. I'm I getting think... nostalgic about B.O. B.O., eh? move on. Oh, B.O. Oh, I hey, uh, careful, he's got B.O. <laughs> <laughs> People would tell you. Hello, fella's got B.O. <laughs> he's got B.O. He came round, he seemed quite nice, but then I smelt him and he had B.O. <laughs> BBC Radio 2, Russell Brand. Go 
wins right to drop names. A New Zealand girl called Tallulah Does the Hula from Hawaii has won the right to change her name in court. What? The nine-year-old... Where's a girl called Tallulah Does the Hula She's from nine. Hawaii? People are nine at some point, Matt. Don't be baffled by people being nine. Yeah, but when you were nine, imagine you'd wanted to change your name to whatever, Bross or something. <laughs> I would never have changed it to Bross. I'd have called me Craig Logan. Out of loyalty to Craig Logan. Russell Goss. <laughs> I'm the missing Goss guy. You better get used to it. <laughs> Listen, this girl, Tallulah Does the Hula from Hawaii, has won the right to change her name in court. The nine-year-old has been left with an unnecessary social disability and handicap, a judge ruled in a custody case. That's dramatic language for a name, isn't it? Like a social disability and a handicap. That's over the top. It's over and the it's top. An offensive thing to people with actual true disabilities, disabilities or like handicaps. Yourself. Yeah, like me, like my idiot nature. I've got to carry this thing through life, trying to make it work as a job. What if one day it don't? Then I'll still be this person without the money. What then? How's that going to work? It You'll won't. keep your money. Just invest it wisely. The girl. Black toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> florist. <laughs> how, how many times a day does that florist come into your house? Couple. She turns up for a while. I've taken a bit of a shine to her. You're Doris kidding. the florist. How much do you spend on flowers? I it? don't look at the flower bills, Matthew. I'm busy. I'm a creator. I'm writing jokes, thinking of things. I'm worried about your flower spending. Don't worry about that, mate. No one could ever spend that much money on flowers. There's literally no <clears throat> history of an English celebrity spending so much money on flowers that their career fell over. The girl, this girl I've mentioned called Tallulah does the hula from Hawaii, the girl pretended she was called Kay to avoid being teased is now a ward of court, reports the New Zealand Herald. Judge Rob Murphy, he wants to change his name because his name sounds like Smurfette, the only Smurf in the village. Dirty little slut she must have been. <gasps> well, she must have! She's the people's princess. <laughs> She's the Smurfs princess, and if out of them other Smurfs all being born, sex with her. We always talk about this because it turns you on. The girl who pretended Ooh. she was called Kay to avoid being teased is now a ward of court. The court is profoundly concerned about very poor judgment, which this child's parents have shown in choosing the name. Murphy added that he was dismayed at New Zealand's trend of parents giving their children oh, hang on. unusual I the names. Kids changed the name to that, and they let her. No, she. The parents called her that. Oh, that's stupid. 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 Why have you done it for you, bloody idiots? Kids, like, look at this. He says, look, he's against this trend of giving children ridiculous names. Kids have been called Number Sixteen Bus Shelter, Midnight Chardonnay, and Violence. Imagine living in that. <laughs> <laughs> this is violence. Hello. <laughs> that's well funny. To be called violence. Well, just those list. That yeah, alright, well look at this. Well, so this is a trend in New Zealand. It's a trend, it's taking New Zealand by a storm. Kids have been called number 16 Bashel of Midnight Chardonnay and Violence, but officials did block sex fruit. <laughs> <laughs> That's troubling. Sex fruit. It's my baby, baby sex that. fruit. Why would you call it sex fruit? Change sex fruit nappy, she stinks. Oh, sex fruit, you stinker, <laughs> high heaven. Oh, when I was changing sex fruit's nappy, piddled all at me. <laughs> Dirty oh, devil. God. Look, another child was blocked called Yeah Detroit. <laughs> yeah, Detroit! <laughs> These are quite good names for our children. Why are people doing that? To make for, themselves to, laugh? It's a weird thing to do, to call your child a name just to make yourself laugh. I mean, out there, there's <laughs> Noel and Sarah, two of the most responsible parents you'd ever hope to meet, giving their child a lovely name. They would never would have called it anything like, I don't know, Ponce or something. <laughs> they love that little nipper, they're always on about it, aren't they? Mad yeah. about it, he showed me a video of it once eating a cake.
<laughs> went on for about a minute. I just pretended to be interested for about full first 40 seconds. After that, I just started to talk about me past the last 20 seconds till the video ended. Other names include Stallion and Cinderella Beauty Blossom. One couple had a bid to call their twin children Fish and Chips Blocked, but the names Benson and Hedges for twins were allowed. New well, Zealand. Well, at least their names. <clears throat> at least their names. Yeah, but when they're together, they're a pack of fags. Other fags are available. I mean, it's difficult. They've got to carry that through life. What if they turn to violence like the crazy it's an interesting man? thing. Because, like, legally, you have the right to call your child what you want, I suppose. But I then suppose they can so. step in if, if it's deemed cruel. Yeah, and unusual. Cruel and unusual forms of punishment. Like what would you a, call your children? We've discussed this, but they were stupid names. Rat's Blood. <laughs> <laughs> Sex Box. <clears throat> Tickle Me Pink. And Russell Part 2. <laughs> the best bits of Russell Brand. BBC Radio 2. I met Shay Guevara's granddaughter the other day. <clears throat> oh, God, that poor woman. She came to my show, guess why? Because her family, the Guevara's, think I'm the obvious choice to play Shay Guevara in a movie about Shay Guevara. Really? Yeah. They turned up at my stand-up gig. She goes, I mean, and obviously it's beyond the physical resemblance. It's because of your spirit, your incredible spirit of revolution. I went, yeah, I know, love. What are you doing after? <laughs> Come on! <laughs> what? Honestly, didn't she? Lydia Guevara, she's called. I listen to this radio show. People know you in New York. When I go to New York, right, the gig in the blender. In New York, son, could you imagine? Yeah, we live our dreams out here, mate. When you arrive there on the boat, there's a big lady made of bronze with a torch in her hands. You can do anything you like in New York. All you gotta do is dream it, Matthew Morgan. Dream it, you can live it. Marching down the boulevard, writing his script, doing his dance. Little Matthew Morgan, and he finally gets a chance to make it in Hollywood. <laughs> Little Matt Morgan. Russell Brown. A lot of people are saying you've turned into a nagging housewife of <laughs> a man. Far from the rock and roll Matt that you like to present yourself as. I like things to be nice. <laughs> bickering little snitch. Harping on, that's not dishwasher salt. That's what she told me. She told me you've been going on. Listen. Bothering her about what things to put in the dishwasher. Dishwasher salt, right? No one knows what that does. <laughs> no one. That's like oil in your car. No one knows what it does. So why are you being so regimented about its use with your poor girlfriend? Because... She was using dishwasher salt instead of anything. <laughs> she was just using that on its own. Well, that was the teaspoonful of salt. That's it. She right. thought dishwasher salt. But there was no detergent or no detergent. Soap in there. No, and also rinse that aid. Really whatever that irk is. You. No one knows what that is. Why are you so regimented about dishwasher? Because she use? said my dishwasher was rubbish. And I said no. <laughs> and then didn't you go on to complain that she about had some bread which was <laughs> grilled wrongly? <laughs> wheat free toast. This wheat free toast is dry. No, you only is know this stuff because I told you. <laughs> And I told you, whilst in your bathroom, with your black toilet paper. That black toilet Episode paper. Episode two of which, I had some chewing gum. I took one square of paper. To put, I mean, oh, remember when we joked about this on the radio, and I used a, I'm going to use a square of your toilet paper to put this tissue, mm. to put this mm. chewing gum in the yes. bin. Mm. Yes, <laughs> don't. Could you just Please pop don't. it directly into the lavatory? I know we joke and stuff, but <laughs> it's 50 pounds a roll. And <laughs> I like a laugh as much as the next man, but this toilet paper is rough. It's insane that you made the decision to spend £50 on each roll of toilet paper. I don't paper. think each roll is £50. It would be cheaper then to wipe your bottom on actual money. <laughs> Why don't people draw on money more? Why don't we draw on money more? Why don't we start a craze? A new craze! <laughs> writing on money, writing on money. Everybody's writing different things on money. I always think... What can we write on the money? No, we shouldn't do it and we don't, don't condemn it. Condone it. 
We don't condone him in it. We don't condone, <laughs> condone him in the right one. Whatever. But, 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 but yeah, I always get money. money, I think. Right it's amazing money. that people haven't... Because, you know, like, school books all get to pass. Who's not school on the books? Queen's face? Tricolore French school books. Claude Lecolard. I barely learned a thing in French. Claude Lecolard. Claude Lecolard. Willie hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to pronounce Claude Lecolard's name. All I know is he always had a gorgeous petit pois. Yeah. Mm, Claude. Yeah, writing on money. It's the craziest sweeping in the Nation. It. Mm. It'll be good, wouldn't it? So we set up a few things, right? It's illegal, though. It, is it? Yes. Well, if say it's illegal, yeah, you probably illegal. shouldn't do it. But if say you don't care about illegal or that, do it. And then what you could do is write what you want all over money. Don't write nothing disrespectful about Her Majesty the Queen. But you could do different messages. It'd be nice. Pin pin written all over money. Who wouldn't enjoy seeing that? I'd like it. You don't handle money. <laughs> Actually, I did have some money the other day, and it was nice because I felt like Ray Winston, so I left all my credit card somewhere, like yeah, Canada. I saw you with a wad of money. It was good, it was. I was arranging it all in the order. It was nice, saw it. It's changed colour since I last saw it. It's all blue now. It's different. It's like the what? Oyster cards. Money's not all blue MP3, now. blue money. <laughs> oh, what's next? <laughs> it's crazy. Well, money's not blue. The £20 is blue. Oh, oh blue. Purple. Yeah, that sort of bluey purple. God bless you, Mum. Goodbye, England's rules. Right, what you like in the money? <laughs> Message on some money. <laughs> then imagine it, Matt, if we could make a cultural impact that money always had writing on it now. No, I can't imagine it, but I think it is illegal. You stupid money! Put like that on it. <laughs> <laughs> and then a speech bubble coming out of the Queen's mouth. Like, oh, you silly ass! Bend coins in a vice. Bend them in a vice! Stretch them really long! <laughs> <laughs> Bend it over so Penny look like a little Batman! BBC Radio 2. Russell Brown. On the phone, we have got a certain robot from the future or past, or wherever that was, that Star Wars happened. A long time ago. It's Anthony Daniels. Hello? Hello. Listen, what's with this slagging off breakfast cereals? I personally was a Kellogg's breakfast cereal. I was Kellogg's C-3PO's. Really? Twin rings of honey sweetened oats fused together in outer space for a truly galactic breakfast. Yes, of course, coming with you at breakfast with Kellogg's C-3PO's. <laughs> you didn't oh, I'll do the that, voice. So no, just sorry. keep watch about Tony the Tiger and all that kind of thing and Frosty. It, it won't happen again, Mr. Daniels. Yeah, uh, just, just, just be cool then. Okay, that's it for, you've put us in our place, and that place is below you in a hierarchy of this radio <laughs> show. Right, so and very you know, walk, uh, walking along Oxford Street tonight, they're um, going past John Lewis, and yeah. you, <laughs> I thought it was you in the window, because there what is a it? robot working a vacuum cleaner. Oh, hello there. I banged on the glass, but it didn't react, so it wasn't you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I would have reacted. If, if ever waiting, I'm in the... <laughs> they're waiting for you to come and take over the job, or they're waiting for me to do it. One of it. Why don't we team up and be a couple of lovely gay golden robots together, Anthony? That's, that's <laughs> surely the dream. Have you checked yeah, out my footprints yet? Oh, no. But, I mean, we're all walking oh, in on. them, the, to tell you the truth. Anyone playing a gold gay robot... on my footprints outside the Chinese theatre. No, we will. Oh, wow. We'll do that. That's the next thing we'll you do. You do that Thank tomorrow, yeah. No, we'll do it. We'll leave the show. We'll go straight down and walk in your footprints. We'll do it now. Go on. All right, I'll done. We've got a little pressure. Where are you, where are you uh, recording this or doing it? Are you doing this live? Are you live? Look, look, we're here. No, this is it. This is life. This is actual life. We're in the moment. Yeah, where are it, you? We're in Los Angeles. It's quite a big place. It's bigger than Birmingham. But You're a very nice. bossy robot. <laughs> Get on with it. You bullied R2-D2 and you won't bully us. <laughs> we'll stand up for ourselves. I like the bits when you fall apart and you had to be on Chewbacca's back. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll pull you to bits and put you on Chewbacca's back. <laughs> 
So what's this about you getting a robot job and not me getting it? Well, they said we need a robot, but we can't employ an arrogant pig. Let's get <laughs> Russell Brand, not Anthony Daniels. That's obviously, that must have been their line of thinking. Oh, yes. naughty robot. So, so, yeah. so what talents do you have as a robot, then? Uh, I can Come walk like a... What talents do you have as a human? Oh! Oh, answer me. 3PO! Oh, 3PO, you're out of order! Do you know oh, what? Sorry. I'll do a totally just do an impression of you. That's totally go what on, I'm then. doing. I just go, uh, I just go, oh, Ambassador Skeeto, we're on our way to meet these girls. Oh, she's certainly very attractive, Ambassador. I just talk like that. <laughs> Passing That's it off. That's quite good. It's not bad, was it? You arrested for doing that on the Hollywood Boulevard. Why, why would I? What, Matthew's pointing George himself. Lucas would sue you. It's too, too similar. Very similar. It's a tribute. That's very good. That's plagiarism, yes. It's an homage. I'm giving you a bloody homage. Right. Get oh, Anthony to do the voice. Very, very Anthony, do the voice. Do the voice. Do the voice. Go on, do the voice. Do the voice. Yeah, do free pure. I am C-3PO, human cyborg relations, and I appear to have a new counterpart whose name I have no idea of. What is it? <laughs> say what our name, say Russell. It's Russell film? Brand Droid. <laughs> it's <laughs> it Russell Brand. Russell Brand Droid. Russell Brand <laughs> Droid. I'm a Russell Brand droid. Oh, oh, Brand droid. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's come really, on. Uh, what's the word? Um, good, brilliant, no, sexy. Uh, yeah, it's really no good, board. right. Okay. We'll come right, up with another wait, wait. name for you, all right. Uh, Anthony, you are a visiting scholar at Carnegie Mellon University, Pittsburgh, are it you? It's true, where I was hosting, now get this, I was hosting the Robot Hall of Fame Awards about three weeks ago. <laughs> you liar! Where, why why not I invite no, shut up. I'm on a <laughs> panel of uh, the judges who yeah. chooses the entrance to the Robot Hall of Fame. Now, next now, year, do you want yes. a chance or not? Yes, please. I want to be in it. Let it's me in cash, there, please. It's cash in hand, okay? I'll put that what, cash wherever now, you want it. But apart from that, you've got to be talented, wonderful, and change society. All right, be society! Totally be a bit different! How, no, no, no. How, how on earth can you qualify for this? Because of all the... I've got all those qualities. Listen, Go right, on, I'm... Tell, tell me what they are. Tell me your qualities now. I'm really nice. I've got a nice haircut. Really nice doesn't cut it. Oh, no! Creepy! <laughs> no, no, that's, that's a complete crap. Conditions. Anthony? What conditions would those be? Drunkenness. The drunkenness <laughs> of the participants. Oh, look, Anthony, I've got all sorts of moves. I've got the groove. Come on, Anthony. Look, oh, don't look okay, it till okay. you tried it. Okay. Why don't we dress do up in our a... gold... <laughs> look, let's dress up in our gold robot suits and do each yeah. other. Yeah. <laughs> are you shiny gold or are you sort of rather uh, dull? Matte. I'm sort of You're a matte. Matt you, can, you can be gloss, I can be matte, we can grind it up together. Let's create some sparks, oh, I C3PO. Oh, that comes in now. This oh, is fantastic. Yes. It's usually at that point that Matt does where come you in. you go and recharge your, your circuit? Sometimes. I mean, it depends. You know, Trojans can be very unforgiving uh, to a, a more modest man. Have you, ever, have you ever tried a Trojan contraceptive, C3PO? Um, I haven't been to Greece for, oh, gosh, about 40 years, mm, I would think. I bet amazing, that is yes. How yes, old I'm... are you? What are you like? How do you live? What's your lifestyle? Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. 
Um, You're lovely. It's re- yes, it's really. <laughs> when are you, you coming back to the- are Disney treating you nice? Yeah, quite nice. We get a lot nice. of different things. Are they treating you like a machine? No, they're nice to us. We've got some money. Got a nice trailer. Living in a, a nice trailer. house. Mm, caravan. More Is it caravan. on the lot? It's on the lot. Park outside. Actually, they put us outside it. Thinking yeah. about it now, it's ridiculous Last the way time we're living. I was in LA. I was shooting something I can't remember, and I had Winona <laughs> Ryder's trailer. You never. I did. I bet you've she got a criminal out, record sadly. as well, yeah. you light-fingered, pickpocket, shoplifting, <laughs> naughty little robot. <laughs> no, no. Are you used now to be referred to as an it? What do you mean? Why? Why would I be well, an Well, because you're a robot, you're a machine, you're an it, you're a washing machine, you're a, you're a hairdryer, you're... Only you're when I'm pretending. I am what? a bloody human. I'm looking down no, not, here. Not when you're ah, on set. C-3PO, C-3PO! When you went yes. for, when you dressed in your gold robot costume when you was doing Star Wars, when you done a wee and you had to get your willy out through your costume, did you think your willy looked a bit silly or pink coming through your golden costume as I did with mine? Um, Can I have a photo? <laughs> no, you see, because I was 32 years before your performance, on which, which I take as a total oh. homage to mine, in those True. days, <laughs> they didn't make wee places in robot costumes because robots didn't wee in those days. Now, you modern robots obviously wee and probably do other things, which yep. is pathetic. In my day, <laughs> I wore a, like a great... He did it in his costume. No, no, I did not. The first day of filming in 1976, I stood there all day without weeing once. You're a bit joking. like Her Gracious Majesty the Queen, you cannot, you have her. to go before you go, if you see what I mean. Before you're on duty, you have to go. So because there's not no drink, but you must have been me, hot. Excuse me, there's treatment of the colour. Can we not stop it whilst I go for a wee? And they'll go, yes, your majesty. Because it, it wouldn't been. be, and it was the same with me. So you pathetic sort of follow-on people. You're uh, not as good as our queen, and stop saying I'm pathetic. I, just because <laughs> I weed out of my gold robot suit, you must have, you couldn't have stood there. I bet you tiddled in it. I bet when you was doing some of them scenes, you was tiddling. I bet you piddled on not, an Ewok. <laughs> the, the only slightly kinky moment was in the oil bath in that very first film, which was, oh, yeah. uh, the oil only reached uh, the, the, the inside of my costume halfway through the scene, and it was very very warm and rather nice. And if you look Ooh. very carefully, you'll see three people smile in the middle of talking to the <laughs> <laughs> Dirty little robot smile. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Anthony Daniel C3PO, you are one of the finest guests we've ever had on this show. You are clearly... Oh, you say that to a person. You say that because I'm not <laughs> to going to... a person? Oh, sorry, you, and you say I that think you're mad. Are you actually mad? Yes. What are you going to do send, when you come now, off the phone? The Will you send C3PO a... Uh, yeah. autograph picture of your robot to my robot. Now, I think that would All be right. really nice. Now, they never have babies, obviously, because, you know, that, that doesn't come into it with robots, really, does it? Why uh, do you even... think about all this stuff? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> well, I'd like an autograph picture of your robot to my robot. You can robot. have whatever you want, mate. You can have whatever you want, Andy Daniels. No, I don't You've want been... you. I want... <laughs> You're going to get your me. Robot. I'm going to track What's you your down. Robot I'm, called? I'm going to pull down your golden trousers. I'm going to give you such a little. Tra- I've told you he's called <laughs> Russell Brandroid. I'm going to get down your gold pants. I'm going to have you. You're not the first person to say that. <laughs> and, and believe me, if I ever notice, I'll be very, mm. very cross. <laughs> <laughs> You're lovely. Listen, clear off now. We've got to do something else. You've driven me a bit mad now. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> See you, Annie Daniels. Bye. <laughs> Insane. What's that? Who's he then? What happened then?
That was just the, <laughs> He's mad! He went in it like, it's none of that kind of, what about when we had Trigger on the show, Roger Lloyd Pack? Matt goes to him, we are do Trigger. He went, no. None of that with Anthony Daniels, oh, AKA yeah. C3PO. He's still an android. He's mad! He's a cyborg. What about, well, we can't have children, but it's like, just still completely in that headset. Yeah, I, I think he's still got a midget and a dustbin. <laughs> he wheels it around. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Can I come out for you, Anthony? Stay in there! Oh, oh I'll uh, This is most impertinent. You're just speaking bleeps, I can't understand. <laughs> just bleep, bleep, bleep! Uh, there's not enough oxygen in here, Anthony. <laughs> bleep, 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 I need a wee. Bleep, 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 bleep. What a madman. Bonkers. Yeah, I liked him, didn't yeah. you? Has he done acting after c 3 I don't think so. I think what it is, he must do so many conventions where he's that character, he's gone nuts. Don't you think? Because they always Possibly, have their yeah. conventions, don't they? Yeah. Right, so he's gone mad. He's gone mad. And that, that, but he was alright, wasn't he? Ooh, yeah, he was really good, wasn't he? What a great I wonder guest. what that party is. Yeah, well, I reckon it's all sorts of gay robots. They're all there, Metal Mickey. Metal Mickey's in there, and Daleks. That Johnny Five, all just rattling <laughs> into each other. <laughs> all doing, I don't know, some robot drug or something. I don't know what they do. What do Oil, they? and they have, like, they eat nuts and bolts. They eat nuts and bolts, I suppose. Do you want some nuts? And bolts. That'd be the jokes, wouldn't it, that we'd do? Yeah. In our hit new script, <laughs> Gay Robot Party, starring <laughs> Russell Brand and Andy Daniels. They're a couple of gay robot cops in the future, solving riddles based on the relationship between Russell and Matt. This impossible pair, the rescuing orphan robot, or saying like that, it'd be alright, wouldn't it? Pitch it. The best bits of Russell Brand. BBC Radio 2. Here's a text message from Adam in Exeter. I've just written Dinkle coming out of the Queen's mouth on all of my notes. <laughs> now, if we can change the world <laughs> in this positive way, surely this radio show is worthwhile. A young man in Exeter has written the word Dinkle coming out of the Queen's Make mouth. Charles Darwin say something. Yeah, Darwin. Sets up the joke and then the Queen. Oh, yeah. Is this, is this the thing yeah. about writing on the money? Yeah. yeah we're well, we're inventing all this. Don't try and nick it. No, no, idea. those artists have been doing it for a while. Banksy and that have been doing it for a bit, haven't they? Selling it for like... No, it's our we're idea. No, we own it and all its subsidiary rights. We're just getting... We're just, we're just saying children it. shouldn't do it. Man, we're just radicals, yeah? We're just out there. <clears throat> Adam, well done. Although we, although we could never condone what <laughs> you've dress. done. If Adam Dinkle... Adam... What? <laughs> <laughs> I presume that's your name. Is that what you call him now? <laughs> the original man. No, no. <laughs> well, this guy's naked, and who's this? <laughs> Eve Quim. The pair of them hey, together. You can't say Quim. I think you can. That's you offensive in the, in the Middle Ages. Not in Argentina. It's a make of beer in Argentina. Is it really? Quim. He's yes, so well travelled. Have a lot of quim in Argentina. I've had <laughs> oh, <laughs> Noel Gallagher just launched into a tirade against Canada. We're all Scottish people. We're all Scottish people. They went over there and colonised another cold place. That's why they say a boot instead of a belt. Yeah, a boot. Yeah. Oh, hang on. That's why it's called Nova Scotia. New Scotland. Nova Scotia, Nova Scotland. It all adds up. Hold on a minute. This is like the usual suspects that bit at the end. <laughs> oh no, maybe I am Kaiser Soze. Now look. Everyone, get out there and write on our money. It promises to pay we can the bill. Serious trouble for it. Well, I'd like to see how so. because I don't think just so. say that. I don't <laughs> think you can get in that much trouble. I'd be good in a court case. I think you're getting more sorry to write on stamps. Oh, really? Here's yeah, another so, new yeah. craze. <laughs> write on stamps. <laughs> <laughs> write on anything you like. Now, don't write on stamps. It's too little. No, but I write... think it's illegal to deface the Queen. Well, not yeah, her personally. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. What about yeah, the bit around her? The bit around her. What, the what, palace? On the, on the palace. The, yeah, do back out. <laughs> Knock that up a little bit. Tag it. Don't tag Buckingham <laughs> Palace. Come on. What about when that fella climbed in there and was sat and perched on the end of her bed? Dirty devil he was. Her Majesty. Yeah, he was, was a kissogram, son, by Philip, wasn't he? 
Look, if she was mine, she'd wake up every morning in my loving arms. She wouldn't be waking up alone. And I pledge, Mom, whatever's going on under that nighty, I'll take care of it. BBC Radio 2. Listen, what about, uh, what about you last night at my gig? Round slash. Oh, you little horrible little rat boy you were. No. Oh, I don't want to spend too much time with Slash, but could I meet Slash briefly? Then you sidled up to Slash, sat there like, nudging your thighs against him. And then there's a bit where like, oh, me and Slash, has got, Slash has got a script. Oh, Slash wants me to play a version of his younger self. Somehow Slash You don't even know Slash identifies brother. You think his, his name's Slash Gordon? <laughs> <laughs> he saved every one of us. <laughs> I'd like to dedicate the next song to Slash and his lovely busty Miss. Is nice looking. Lovely, yes. Yeah, your head ballooned up again. No, it didn't actually. It was shrank. Nervous wreck you were next to him, and then when he goes, uh, um, it's like a hazelnut. <laughs> it was enormous, ridiculous thing. I'm surprised Richard Branson didn't clamber on your shoulder and try and sod <laughs> off around the globe. And when he, and when he, and when, and when he offered me, he goes, "Oh, Russell, you need my number. We'll stay in touch because we're oh, really connected." Matt went scrabbling through his pockets like, like no, a crack dealer. Oh, I think I've got a pen slash. I'll take your number slash no, I, I would never abuse it i wouldn't be on the phone slash looked at me and said hey we should swap numbers so i got my phone out and then russell <laughs> got in there he slash wouldn't want your number yes he did slash well, that was a code that me and slash established before you got to the table where he says swap number that means get rid of number seven which is what you were bring in number eight a lovely little dolly bird who me and slash no. probably could have round tabled come on matthew no me and slash had a nice chat <laughs> for over half an hour I regaled him with tales of rock and roll. You, what you he did? sat wide-eyed listening. <laughs> you listed gigs you'd seen him in while poor Slash struggled to keep awake. And of course then, on the 20th of November, I saw you again. Now, you broke a string. Now, I, I believe it was a G-string. Wasn't <laughs> 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 it that day, Slash? Slash! Wake up, Slash! Hey, we had a good chat. And I wasn't sick of fancy. Yeah, and who brought you over to meet Slash? Oh, Russ. Yeah, then you Remember shoved that. me next to him. I went, move up, and he got out of the way, and he goes, can't sit next to him. Go on, mate, see if you can get off with him. <laughs> <laughs> He's well up for it. He is actually the, one of the nicest people, isn't he? Look at you this morning as well, because we afterwards we met Justin Hawkins as well. He's ever so lovely. Justin Hawkins from the darkness. He goes, he's really nice. And Matt goes, yeah, people are nice, aren't they? Matt discovering for the first time that no, people are No, but big, right. huge stars, you wouldn't expect to be nice, but they Why? are. Apart from Ricky Martin, who's rude to me once. <laughs> well, uh, that, all he said was, please wear a condom. <laughs> well, I think that's rude. Ricky. Because what was he judging me What's on? He... Did I look like I had a disease? What are you insinuating, Ricky? What are you saying? Hey, how loco do you want this Vida to be, mate? You know, <laughs> give him a dose, he starts to panic. BBC Radio 2. Russell Brown. Okay, let's do our item Jingle Race War. And what better way to begin Jingle Race War with the, than the Jingle Race War jingle itself? Here it is. Jingle Race War. Establishing good jingles. Say it That's again. what it's good for. Right, okay, time now for Jingle Race War. Here's a gay Ghostbuster jingle. It's Jingle 84 in the thing. It's by a fella called Drew. Let's have a listen to this, Matt, and let's judge it with our little brain boxes. Gay! <laughs> There should be another gay there. Gay! 
That's quite good, because I love that good. Ghostbuster music. Anyway, that's from the ZX Spectrum Ghostbuster music from our childhoods, isn't it? Lovely. Yeah. Imagine someone just turned their radio on then and heard that. They just think, well, life's gone back a bit. <laughs> 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 What's going on? Well, it's the old days. Well, that's good. Well done. I'd like to use that for I'm gay a little bit later. Now <laughs> is a jingle from Ian McNichol. Here it is. Go on in, Ian. Let's hear you. Three men. Two hours. One show. Hold on to your ball bags and... Big Hollywood one for us. Big Hollywood, because that's the way we're going, baby, right now. Big screenplays hanging around Hollywood. England. <laughs> no, hold on, we're English, you lunatic. What are you saying? We're joking. Good lad. Well done. Well recovered, sound crossword. <laughs> this one's from Chris Frampton. Frampton, that's his name. He's done a jingle for an anecdote. Apparently, I'm told by our producer chums back in the UK that this one's it's a real a hit. This is a real good egg. Let's hear it. Oh, shame. Oh. <laughs> you stupid man. Why well, did you say that? Vicious. Bigots. Bigots. Stupid, stupid old woman. <laughs> Lovely. Good work there, Mr. Frampton. BBC Radio 2. Russell Brand. These are the best bits. Paul McKenna, I welcome you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you. That's a very lovely introduction. So I'm a little nervous, you know, I'm worried that my mother might think I'm demeaning myself once again by coming on this show. That was your mother's verdict of your first appearance, wasn't it? Yes, but that was because you started by um, mentioning that I wanted to have sex with a monkey. Well, yes, but if anyone would know that of you, it would be your mother, (laughs) who had to tolerate your difficult years as a teenager, those embarrassing trips to the zoo, your your preposterous reaction to Keith Harris and Cuddles the Monkey. (laughs) Mother, Keith Harris has got a very erotic creature at the end of his arm there. I've never liked Orville, but that other guy is a real hit with me. Well, Paul, thank you very much for coming. And, uh, My pleasure. I'd like to use this opportunity to say that the whole having sex with monkeys thing, that was yeah. a, a kind of a parlour game went, that went wrong. Well, it? it's, it's like one of those urban myths that's got out of hand now. You yeah. know? I mean, it's pro- who knows where, where it could end? Well, you know, I think it should end just with you having fellatio from an orangutan. <laughs> <laughs> you are very much hypnotism's Mary Chipperfield, <laughs> abusing monkeys <laughs> with casual aplomb. Ah, <laughs> oh, Paul, thank you. It's nice to talk to you, because normally when I talk to Paul McKay, it is at the end of a phone before I go on stage. Like, Paul, Paul, I'm having an anxiety attack. I've got to go on Jay Leno. What will I do? What will I say? And Paul McKenna talks me down as if I'm a, a suicide on a ledge of a 40 story That's building. usually because I've had a couple of gin and tonics, you see, and so nothing really matters to me at that time. It's so. pretty interesting being hypnotised by a drunk man. <laughs> I do, I, I do enjoy that. And, and Paul, recently it's been, I've been so amused and jo- uh, it's been joyous that the occasion I spoke to you about an emotional affair of the heart. Yes. Uh, I, you know, I met someone that I'm very fond of. Yes. And, uh, and uh, <laughs> I left a message. Uh, Paul, Justin I just... Justin Hawkins. I just, <laughs> don't, don't, don't jinx it, man. <laughs> this one's special to me. Come on. <laughs> Thinking of you, Justin, and I do believe in a thing called love. And um, like, <clears throat> yeah, and I was talking, I left a message for Paul, like, and Paul, yeah, I've met, I've met someone I sort of like him and that can, I, I, need, I need some advice because you know, I've got to concentrate on my job and work and all this sort of stuff. Paul called me back like about eight hours later and said this exact sentence. Hi, Russell, it's Paul. What's the matter? Some bitch twisting your melon? <laughs> 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 Don't out him for saying that. 
<laughs> That's the name of his next book. <laughs> I can untwist your melon in seven days with Paul McKenna. I forgot I'd said that. And yeah, well, you, you have drunk. a photographic memory for these things, don't you? Yeah, yeah. things that are funny, I don't let them go. I don't let them no, pass. It's like you have like a little library there that you store these things away, and then months later they can be brought back. Oh, yes. Psychopathic, really. <laughs> also, I feel no empathy for others. <laughs> Matt has to draw a, a range of expressions for me every morning before we leave the house. Okay, so the upward curve, that means happy. That's right, Russell, yes. Mimic human emotion, assimilate into American culture. Let's do a proper interview on Paul McKenna. <clears throat> the subsections of this interview are termed thusly. Saucy is the first section of the interview that we'll be, we'll be covering. Paul has helped five infertile couples get pregnant. <clears throat> Have you, Paul? Yes, I have actually. How did you do that, Paul? With well, your own dirty <laughs> sperm. <laughs> with your little tummy worms. <laughs> there was no such thing involved. Uh, you can see that Paul's got one ear on his mother yeah. listening, isn't he? Dressed as a monkey. It was actually uh, it was couples that, that couldn't conceive uh, naturally, and uh, for some <laughs> reason, um, there's. Uh, there was a psychological blockage and uh, and actually I was able it is true to help other men's wives get pregnant <laughs> that doesn't surprise me mr. McKenna even remotely so what but so people can think themselves pregnant now um yeah it's well I read about a doctor who had about a 50% success rate with couples that couldn't conceive and he was basically just hypnotizing them to relax because when people are stressed it affects the estrogen levels mm. but I think it's a bit more to it than that I mean some of the the, um, I mean, one of the ladies, her immune system kept attacking the, the fetus. And, Ooh, uh, like a little and, internal war. I don't like that at all. No, well, and, and so... It just I, thought of it as an invading presence. As, as an invader. So I put her into a trance and <laughs> asked to talk to her immune system and said, stop it. And <laughs> <then> she, <laughs> I said, stop it. How do you ask? Um, I actually, um, well, just literally, I said, uh, um, you know, I'd like you to reconsider this, please. <laughs> and, uh, and then she had twins. It was lovely. Oh, well done. I know. I, I mean, it's, it's, you know, I don't have kids myself, but um, it, it's one of the most well, gratifying things. Just to run through that story again, to put it to layman's terms, a woman couldn't get pregnant. Paul put her into a trance. She got pregnant. That's all I heard. There was some mumbo jumbo about talking to an immune system as if it was a traffic warden in someone's womb. But basically, it sounds like Paul puts people asleep like a naughty dentist. Russell Brand. Well, this is something I've been wanting to mention to you for a long time. We were out mm. once for dinner, about ten of us. You had a few drinks, just you know, why mm. wouldn't you? A lovely mm. man like yourself, a couple of drinks. <laughs> then there was a, a beautiful moment <laughs> where you, Paul, stood up in what can only be described as a blind panic, <laughs> flapping, floundering, slapping away at your own body as if you were on fire, took off your shirt, claiming, there's a bee, there's a bee, I've been attacked by a bee. Yes. And uh, you said that the bee had, uh, had stung you, you took your top off in a crowded restaurant, <laughs> the Chateau Marmont, the bee was never seen, Paul. Then was there ever a bee? <laughs> and this is maybe why <laughs> alcohol you know, should only be sold to people in limited amounts. <laughs> oh my God, there's a bee! Hang there's on, a like bee! Nipples, like he took his top off! Topless. There's a bee! There's a bee! <laughs> like the people that work for Paul had to go, oh, there probably is a bee! <laughs> 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 
He's hypnotised himself to see an imaginary... There was no bees. It was actually a momentary act of madness. There's no no other excuse for it. I've put my mind in your hands on occasion. Vital moments in my life before I go out, before the Brits. had a little chat with Paul McKenna before all big occasions. Old Paul McKenna's there, writing my little mind box. Well, that might be why I'm able to help people, because I'm actually probably a little madder than they are. Right. so their problems don't shock me. No, no, how could they? As long as people aren't fleeing imaginary insects, they to you are utterly... Stable. I was reminded of that the next day. It was one of those mo- moments when, mm. um, uh, you know, when you think, oh my God, I didn't really, did I? And I do remember, like, leaping up and people turning around on the other tables. <laughs> yeah, well, everyone was very worried. There was a man stripping. <laughs> and then for no good reason. What did you do when this happened? I just sort of stood back and watched and thought, I hope that he hasn't planted any of this. Paul now. <laughs> this is the beginning of the end. I'm going to have to find someone else to phone before gigs, you know. I better get Darren Brown's number. <laughs> BBC Radio 2. Russell Brand. These are the best bits. This is from Craig Sully, Bradford. I know Craig. <clears throat> he says, right. "If no, if you were forced to make love to an Oasis tune, which would it be? Mine would be Meaning of Soul. Not like that you get it. it and yeah, but do that's it a better one. question. Well, like, yeah, if you could make love abstract- to a song, which mm. song would it be? The that's wall. better than if you wall made love by to be Pink yeah. Floyd. A big dirty great white wall. What you'd have what? sex with the wall? Yeah, get it. Oof. Not like show that. it. Who's boss? Not like Old Lot of Love by Led Zeppelin. I'd smash yeah, that wall down. I'd have sex with Happy Birthday. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So I could finally own it. <laughs> oh, I'd, I'd have sex to Oops, I Did It Again by Britney Spears. <laughs> oh, Obladee, Obladar. I'd knock it about a bit first. What if you had sex with the Last Post? Would that be wrong? We'd have sex with the last post. Yeah, that's no respect. Oh, the national anthem, Royal Britannia. What about Dam Busters? Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. I see you start getting quite jingoistic. What does that mean? Well, what are you going for? Jingoistic? What does that jingoistic mean? means sort of like a bit nationalistic, patriotic. A I'm bit not patriotic. <laughs> Right on the Queen's notes. Get writing on the notes. Right on the Queen's notes. We not that we endorse or condone that. We do the, not say the, right on the money. We the say don't write on the money. Sarah don't do. write on the money. <laughs> don't write on the money. BBC Radio 2. Russell Brand. Sarah's saying Elvis. Are you saying Elvis? I am saying Elvis. Elvis. What era, Elvis, would you like to have sex with instead of your boyfriend? All of them. <laughs> 68 comeback Elvis, yeah. that gold jacket yeah, Elvis, 56, 56, Vegas cape Elvis, before 56, Elvis. just as he sat down on that levy, <laughs> oh thank you, thank you very much, yeah that's the Elvis I'd want as well, what toilet, well he's so, look at him there, sat there, all vulnerable, <laughs> all vulnerable, sat there, things falling out of him, no 68 comeback special, black leather, look none of us are going to have sex this. with Elvis Presley, it's not on the cards, let's just all let it go, He's dead, he's gone. They we should could move. recreate him. We could reanimate his DNA around. His DNA is in the world. Like the Raelians were going to reanimate Hitler and then punish him for what he'd done. We could get Elvis's unfair. DNA. Well, it is difficult, yeah. It's unfair to get the DNA of Adolf Hitler, make a clone of Adolf Hitler, rear an Adolf Hitler, then punish him for the crimes of the Who's going to do that? The Raelians, they're an okay. extraterrestrial worshipping cult that I'm a little bit into. Slash bunch of idiots. Hey, are they? <laughs> yes. Are they a bunch of idiots with some of their crazy theories? Let's open our minds real wide. On the day that they uh, back-engineer Hitler, I'll go, well, f- <laughs> <laughs> what a breakthrough. <laughs> We've got a brand new Hitler, but what if that Hitler escapes, Noel? 
Then we've got a problem yeah, there. Then it's the power. The might, Matt. They said that last time. Back into their After Churchill. the Munich push. <laughs> Bring Churchill. New right. Churchill. New yeah. Churchill Eisenhower. But this time they're teenagers. Not Stalin. He was a bit weird. No, we don't go get him involved. He no, was no, too no, nervous. No, yeah. Hang on. When they say they're going to punish Hitler, right? Yeah. They can't punish him as a kid because that would look cruel. Out of order. So to they've got to let him grow up. All that way. A normal life. So they've yeah. got to go on, mate. Yeah. yeah. How's it going? And then when, what? When he's 18, they go, Right, you! Happy birthday. That was out of order. What you done? I don't, what if he's not even got a German accent? What if he's like, hey, what's going on? What if he decides what are you not to grow the little Lauren Lardy yeah, touch? He might not, not grow the touch. You tash. are what your experiences are. You well, this is an important part. I can't even believe that on national radio too, we're debating some ludicrous, ludicrous hypothetical situations. Have you listened to this show before? Because <laughs> <laughs> this am, is perhaps I'm, the I'm, most uh, intellectual yes. content we've ever come across. They're not, they're, they're not going to back engineer Elvis or Hitler. Well, but if they do... But, but if they do, get them on the show we'll and we'll break it down brick by brick by Actually, brick. a lot of their other theories were all right, so let's not attack like people because I think it's their religion and attacking people for their religions. Bang out of all Do you love them? I do like them, actually, because I think that... I believe in spaceships. Is it, it probably comes because they like you? They did say there might be a new Jesus. That's the second religious cult that have nominated me as their new Jesus. I'm just waiting for the did right one. Did they say that to you? No. But they looked at me like they might have been thinking it, Matt. They give me a real... Encouraging glance <laughs> from one and of their tut. sermons. A really encouraging touch. As they showed me to the door, there was something about the way that I landed on that pavement. He is utterly right for Scientology. Now he's going to spend oh a lot God. of time in LA, isn't he? I have no comment. Oh, you, I have right. no comment. Oh, you're, oh, you're not allowed to comment right. because you're absolutely petrified that your careers will be gone. <laughs> Okay, let's listen to <laughs> the Black Crows. Oh, scared of me. He's a loon. No. I'm a friend of Russell Brand and Matt Morgan, and they, you truly believe that Tom Cruise is a loon. Hold on a minute. We like Tom Cruise. Top no. Gun. Not off risky Mike. business. Not, not off mic. Cocktail. Oh, all good films. Blaze, what's that one where he's in a race car? Days of Thunder. Thunder. Oh, lovely. Why would you criticise a man for a thing like I'm that? I'm not criticising him. Don't then, because I have lovely films, all of them. <laughs> Gay! Special guest host of Gay this week is Noel Gallagher, and here is uh, his own Gay. Go. He's going to read right. our gay problem. We're going to solve it. Hi, Matt. Noel, G, and Russell. You're no, can I just... End. Can I just never the end. You change that. And can I just say, Noel, don't <laughs> use this as an opportunity to bring your own gay problems to us. Because <laughs> we won't solve them. You deal I'm with that within the comfort. Okay. Oh, this, this, this is... This is <laughs> Any other sibling band members out there know what it's like to secretly crave young Essex boys? This isn't mm. really a gay problem. It's more of a heterosexual annoyance. Okay. But I think it's something you could help me with. Is this from you, Sarah? Via text. <laughs> Sarah, I think, would have the confidence to deal with problems in a relationship directly. You no. would be surprised. Really? Yeah. Oh. You'd be surprised. I like a few women, but I like men an awful lot more. I call myself straight... This is good, because there's a clip of Noel saying this. But yeah. I like That's women. <laughs> I no call them forever. My Gallagher finally admits I like it. women, but I like <laughs> men an awful lot more. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just take that. We've got to read it. Let's play that every week. <laughs> Suddenly oh, the conflict dear. with Blur is in a completely different light. <laughs> he just thought Damon Albon was real cute. <laughs> he used right, to eat him we'll up. start again. Come on in. Hi, Russell, Matt, and guests. This isn't really a gay problem. It's more of a heterosexual annoyance. Start but it's it something... For his I own think drunk reasons. <laughs> you could help me with that. 
like a few women. Oh, God. Is it? But I like men. This is the end of an era. <laughs> there it goes. But I like men an awful lot more. I call myself straight, but I'm told. <laughs> say it, Noel. Come on. Say it loud and say it proud. I'm gay. <laughs> Wasn't difficult, right. was but I'm it? I'm told this is misleading. If I were to call myself bisexual, it would be equally, if not more misleading, I'm not undecided or bi-curious either. Please, could you, Matt, and whoever else is there, no, which is for you, you, come up with a new... I don't even know what... I don't, I don't even know how this started or what it means. Well, look, it's just seems... Come up with a new... <laughs> we can help you with this. A lot of oh, men... Go through crises. Matt, Matt, can you come up with a new word for people who are mostly straight but a little gay or mostly gay but a little straight? Oasis. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, no, well, there's only one word. Southerners. Hello, oh. oh, no. fights back, attacking a whole region. Now, is there anything you want to say before we finish the show, just to clear up anything? Because a lot of confusing stuff. I would have thought whatever I say now is quite pointless. Over the course of the hour, yeah, it's pretty pointless Very... what I've got to say now. <laughs> That's all right. Lovely. That was the uh, little points and toes, for little toes curl oh, God, up at the fact that you know you put it on and you're making think people that I'm gay when actually. I'm a raging heterosexual. Your own little eyes lit up at the thought of a bit of heterosexuality. All the sexualities are equally fun. What a moving moment that was to listen to Lonesome it's Tonight lovely. by Elvis yeah, Presley. Brilliant. Sarah there in a reverie for a moment where she was married to a genuine <laughs> dead rock star rather than this vibrating cadaver she's ended oh. up with. Oh, oh come on, he's all right, Corpse. dead body. Right. Yeah, dead body, it's just dead body. Plain simple, mate, plain simple. BBC Radio 2. Russell Brand. Mr. G will summarise the show lyrically, poetically. Please welcome Mr. G. Woo! Yes! OK, this poem is called The Colour of Money. Starting instead with a signal that's red, changing from amber to green, let's examine the scene. The t-shirt is free, the dishwasher salty, taking a slash in the back, wondering what a top hat will reveal. The horn has lost all its zeal, drawing upon a currency that fuels the fire of desire of Noel's book club appeal. Thank the you. kaleidoscope sees Sarah bringing toilet Elvis back from the dead, changing from red to amber to green, green to amber to red. No wonder George Sampson can't resist him. The <laughs> man's got a mind like a computer. It's incredible to see him work. Thank you very much, Mr. G. I am receiving the James Joyce Award from Dublin University for outstanding contribution to language and brilliance. What? So you stick are? that up really? your arses. Yeah. You just lost the award. Oh, it's been taken back. <laughs> being a... Yeah, that's good, though. Dublin University, James Joyce Award. It's a publicity stunt. Oh. Yeah, of course. They're just looking for publicity, aren't they? Hey, don't undermine Dublin University or James Joyce or me. We're three of the greatest in the literature department to sort of need. You. That's hey, just, look, I'm in a line of greats. It's completely Me, ridiculous. Joyce, Wild, WB Yates, great Irish writers. All right, I'm from Essex, and it shows how good I am. This? Are you going to have to wear uh, one of those black cloaks and a little, um, little. He, on he doesn't have to, but he will. I will. I've, I've, He's already wearing wear one right now. <laughs> I'm going to wear that every day. Once. Seriously, that's yeah. mad. I'm going to get a black cape, a mortarboard. That's dumbing I'll be like, down, gone mad. That, I'll be the that teacher. makes me angry. Oh, that ain't dumbing down. I'm a genius. I don't need you. Give me my cape. Where's my cape? You're not even Irish. So what? I could be if I wanted. 
Come on, give me a cape. I'll be Irish if that's what it takes to get my James Joyce award <laughs> and my mortarboard. Come on, please let me have it. Don't undermine it. Don't say it's dumbing down. It's dumbing up, if anything. Celebrate me. I'm a great, great ambassador <laughs> for language. <laughs> Apple. <laughs> what, are you get, what, what are you getting it for, anyway, just for using joined-up words on the telly? Yep, I think that's it. That's what it said on the form. Joined-up words on the well, telly. And what is it, like a certificate that you put in your toilet? Look, you... I don't know what it is. I'll probably go there. I'll get applauded by a lot of students. I'll have it off of a couple of them. Bob's your uncle. Nice little certificate. Don't give him that award. He doesn't deserve it. Listen to what he just said. No, yeah, I'll absolutely. be nice. I do deserve it. I think I remember now. I'll give me a good boy that day. Come on, give me a reward. <laughs> reward. Reward. <laughs> James Joyce. Is it services to language? Yep. Portrait of an artist as a young man. Oh, Russ. James what Joyce, Joyce have you ever read? Uh, Caesar. Oh, well, I watched the cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> James Joyce, James Joyce, Russell Brand, Russell Brand. This just in, Will Ferrell wins James Joyce Award. Dublin, Ireland. Will Ferrell has received the James Joyce Award, but concedes he's no literary expert. As <laughs> End I... there. <laughs> End there. No, no. But what's this other bit of news? No, keep to the text. <laughs> Who else has won it? All right, other winners include... Nana Moon. <laughs> Larry Grayson. <laughs> <laughs> Les Dawson. Oh, dear. The Lord. cast of Hollyoaks. <laughs> Who else has won it? And, and Lofty from EastEnders. <laughs> H from Steps. <laughs> Tim Lovejoy. All winners of the James Joyce Award for Literature. Russell Brand. Thank you to all of our guests, Noel Gallagher, Sarah McDonald. I'm not a guest. You, no, I'm I suppose not. Guest. not. No, you're not. You're not. Presenter. Co presenter. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to all our co presenters. Time now for news. Read that out. Well done. Thank you for listening, everyone. And Noel Gallagher, please. Russell, I like around. a few women, but I like men an awful <laughs> no, lot no. more. Listen, we've got to go to the news now, Noel. Stop it. Everyone gets it. You're not going to get a boyfriend any quicker. Just read, the, read out that. Okay. The Russell Brand Show is a vanity project. I like a few women, but <laughs> no, I like men no. an awful lot more. <laughs> news! <laughs> Time for actual news! <laughs>